when you ruin somebody's experience to make them not want to come back, like that's going to have detrimental effects to your business. Uh, but you can fix it so easily. Hey, what's up? It's Tori Mathis, your host, and I am here with the one and only Sean Mathis, founder of Miles Through Time Automotive Museum. What's going on? What's up? So last night I was in bed, had the TV on uh, Netflix, getting ready to watch our shows, right? You're not in there yet. And, and Netflix starts going through its own commercials, right? Starts showing you previews on stuff. And, and one of these new ones that's coming out is called Restaurants on the Edge. Are they wearing furry outfits? They're not wearing furry out <laughs> outfits, but like it, it, it's pretty much restaurant impossible, which we've okay, watched yeah, we in liked the past, that right? Before, yeah. so I, I was letting it play. I didn't pay too much attention about it, so it's not like I'm giving reviews or I don't even know if it's out or anything like that. But what caught my eye was that these people that were the experts in the restaurant industry were interviewing the restaurants that were struggling and needed the help. Okay. Uh, and they they pull out their their tablets and start reading off the reviews of these people's restaurants. Okay. Talking about. Um, you know, it, one star is too much for you, uh, overpriced oh, no. food and all these negative things. And it shows these restaurant owners completely oblivious to these reviews. It uh, blew my mind that they had they no, didn't even I, know? no idea that this is the kind of stuff that was being uh, said about them. And these were just these were like reviews on like Google. Yeah, they were just like they're not nor like some normal reviews that I, I think if they would have at least known about them. They may not be on the show, you know, because they How would have been able to fix something like that. How do they not know about them? Uh, it, you know, that's the thing. You know, we talk about Google business all the time. Um, and if you don't take uh, control of your own Google business, Google creates that shit on its own. Okay. So people are able to to leave reviews whether you set it up or not if it's if it's an established business and it's been there long enough so if they're not utilizing it and these reviews start going crazy on it there's i mean they, they don't know i have heard that a lot of business owners don't like yelp like they resist it and don't want to use it and then so i'm sure the same thing happens with google or facebook that they're like i don't want to deal with it i don't like facebook but you got to understand that, like, you have to play the game. Right. Like, so if they're just completely ignoring it because they don't want to use it, like, that's not very smart. Like, those reviews are out there for the public. So you definitely have to. Well, and I, it made me think, I'm like, even if you don't listen to anything we say and don't don't utilize any of these tools to their full uh, capacity of what you're able to do, uh, at least make it so that you get the email notification that you've got a review and look at it. Uh, because especially if you're not in your business on a daily basis. It, okay, it, was that the case though for these people? Do you think that they were the actual ones that were, because you know, some owners are very hands-on and you see them a lot. Some owners like you never see. So who were the actual people? Do you I, think that they were interviewing? I don't know. I mean, that they were interviewing was the actual business owners. Okay. Um, I don't know if they were hands-on restaurant People, I don't know if they were the cooks and the server, you know, the the front desk person or whatever. Okay, it is. so I know you didn't really watch it, but do you think then like the managers knew it or so? Well, well that's my I'm my thing. Is somebody it, did? It's kind of a a customer audit type thing that naturally occurs. That you know, say you're not there on a daily basis and you've hired all these people, you know, to represent your business and you think things are good, 
Uh, because every time you walk in, everybody sh- everybody perfect, everything's yeah. great, right? <laughs> but the minute the boss leaves, you know, it goes to shit. You have no idea. But if you were able to see these customers, because disgruntled customers are going to be the first ones to go bitch about it. For sure. Right? Absolutely. So the the majority of the reviews are probably going to be bad if you've never asked for good ones. Because if you have a good experience, you know. A lot of people don't leave them. No, not unless you ask. Because if it's great and you're like, hey, you know, if it was great, you'd do us a great favor of leaving us a review. Um, It's not top of mind for somebody to go out and do that. Hey, this was awesome. Let's let's leave a fantastic review. It's always going to be, that was the worst experience ever. I'm going to give them peace of my mind. (laughs) Would you say one star isn't enough for you? Right. So... You know, if if these owners would at least have had access to look at these reviews and been like, holy cow, what is going on in my business? You know, if they're not there, they'd be able to then go and question, hey, tell me about this and at least have a little bit of a dialogue with their employees going, explain this to me. Uh, because maybe it's it was nothing, and, but maybe it's something and they need to if, fix it. If there's that many and there are restaurants on the edge, it probably is something that's seriously wrong. And how many wrong. places have we been to where the servers, like, it looks, it, it we are inconveniencing the hell out of them coming in there and mm. sitting down to eat. You know what? And you watch them over there in the corner and on their phones and you're like, I'm out of water. I mean, it, it, it happens. It's super common. Because they're just employees. They don't care. Well, and I think you brought up a good point that that's a good like checks and balances since like you have no um, control over what reviews people leave. Your manager could always be like, oh, yeah, everything's great. You know, when you have that meeting with them. But by getting like actual feedback from customers and you're not seeing that, that is. Which is another reason why you should be asking for those reviews as well, because, you know, like I, I typically. I don't like leaving negative reviews. I mean, unless it's like, like somebody needs to know type thing. If it's a negative, I just leave it. And I I try to focus on leaving positive reviews. If something was awesome, I want to mentally focus on that good thing and leave a positive review. Um, and that, but that's just me. And I, and well, I always try to think, well, maybe somebody's just having a really bad day and I don't really want to screw everything up or at the same time, though, if a business owner isn't told, they have no idea. I, I bring up the dojo a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually spoke with the owner of it, and I mentioned something about one of the teachers Bella didn't really like because she's a newer teacher and she's really young. And I get it. Like, it takes a while to like grow into a position. And, you know, Sean right. and I have talked about this quite a bit. And so we get that. But like her enthusiasm level and her confidence level is just nowhere near where some of the other teachers are, the coaches. And it really shows with the kids. And he's like, thanks for letting me know. If parents don't tell me, I have no idea. Because again, when they're, he's in there, I'm sure everybody's acting a little bit different than when he's not. Well, and when he's in there, he's probably... The one teaching. Yeah, you know, occupied in some right, capacity right. and... And isn't going to see any of that kind of stuff either. So, though, I I agree. I don't want to leave a, a bad review either. That is a really good way for somebody to, like, really get the point. Like, your servers suck. Like, you need to do something about right. them. Because otherwise they don't know. And I don't think you can really, like, call up the place and be like, just so you know, Joe's a shitty waiter. Right. Well, and every once in a while, I, I like, I've seen it. Like, it's definitely the owner of that establishment. And they're straight up asshole and it's terrible you know whatever <laughs> and uh, yeah i'll be the first one to go and jump on and and let people know that you you shouldn't go there 
Yeah. We go to this Mexican restaurant down the street. It's pretty close to us. And uh, there's always, actually, the last time we went in there, this waiter was not there. But there's always the same waiter in there. And he has no personality at all. He doesn't smile. He doesn't, like, not, hey, how did it, How are you? How's it going? And we've been in there freaking. Almost weekly. You know, 20 times. Like, he knows. He's got to know who we are. Like, because we're in there so often, we don't live in, like, the biggest city that there's millions of people going in there, right? right? He's got to know. Like, still, nothing like, good to see you again. Nothing. And the last time we were in there, it wasn't there. But it's a little bit, like, I almost find a little bit of humor from it now because, like, every single time. Because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where I, I, don't, I, I have been in that industry and I've been a, a waiter, server. I've done all that kind of stuff myself. You don't have to, like, kiss anyone's ass. You just have to make them feel welcome. And this guy literally does nothing other than... He, like, looks up, grabs the menus, throws them on the table, Throws them on the table, walks off. off. Like, what the hell, man? At least, like, tell us what to expect next. Hey, are you... You know, someone else is going to take our drink order and uh, they're going to bring us chips. Like, if we had never been there before, which happened the first time we were there, we're like, who the hell is this guy? (laughs) Luckily, the little guy saves the whole thing. Yeah. There is this little guy that comes out um, and brings... Little, because he's, like... He's got to be. He's, he's got to be shorter than five Bella. feet tall. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a teeny tiny guy. Tons of personality. So much personality, and he comes out and he gives us chips and salsa. He's very friendly, and he's like hasta la vista, and he's like <laughs> it's like he he saves the whole thing. So he should be that seating guy, people. He should because make the other guy with no personality bring you chips. Right, it makes you feel good when somebody does just those little bit little teeny things. But you know what? We have never said the one waiter has no personality, so. No. Maybe they don't know. Maybe they think he's the greatest guy ever. Yeah, I mean, and every once in a while, you, you, you're like, well, maybe he's having a bad day. And I but don't want to be responsible for the guy losing his job or yeah, you never know. And but it, it is it's he's he's 100 percent every single time the exact same. Well, and it's really hard that you don't want to take down an entire business and right. say something well, bad and over one person. That's why I don't want to do the, the negative reviews right. unless it like really has to happen. And there's got to be people that are like this too. So if a business is getting bad reviews, you know, one star, you know, it's got to be pretty bad that, you know, especially if there's a lot of them. I think you're going to have those people that are always going to be unhappy. They'll leave a one star review for every single place they go to just because. But I think most people are probably like us that they they don't really want to do it. So I think if, if a business is getting that many, like that's a But then huge... you hope to see that that business is then responding to those reviews and not arguing with whoever it is, because I've seen I've seen the business owner argue with the review, and um, like it, it it never ends well because there's always two sides to the story, right? So you're all, I'm like, okay, the guy that left the, the review possibly could be an idiot, you know, uh, but how the business owner has handled it isn't great either. Where if all they did was say, you know, shoot me an email. Give me a phone call. Let's let's figure this out. We'll, we'll make things right. Ninety nine percent of the time, that person leaving the review will never get a hold of that business owner. They just wanted to vent. But me, for the first time looking at those reviews, if I see the business owner going, you know, sorry, let me make it right, and and pulling it off of the back and forth banter of reviews, I'm like, all right, you know, who I chalk it up to you know, rare circumstances. I'm not going to hold this business uh, accountable for that particular review. And I'm going to give it a shot. 
But if, if there's no response to it and you've got a bunch of negative reviews, I'm like, well, this is probably something bad. Or you get this business owner that just wants to argue with everybody. To me, that's like that's these a- reviews are probably accurate and this business owner is in denial. So we worked with um, this client for a really long time that every once in a while would fire a client. They went through quite a bit of turnover for their employees and the employee would go nuts and leave bad reviews. And it would make him so angry. (laughs) And so we would a lot of times, and like we said, it's really good to have multiple people on your accounts so that somebody catches the review. Because for example, Google, I sometimes get the emails for the reviews. You don't get every single email with the reviews for miles your time, but we're both on the Google account. So it's nice to have multiple people. So sometimes we would catch the review before um, this business owner would. And so we would always forward it to him just like, hey, just want to let you know you got this review or this review. It needs to be taken care of quickly. And he came back and he was like, that's an employee. And we're like, you know, we know you're upset, but don't react to it. And we gave him like a little script kind of thing to like, because we could tell how mad he was to like, why don't you do something like this so that, you know, anybody else that's reading the review doesn't go and read that because it was a place that you would take your um, elderly parents. And so if you are looking for a place to take your elderly parents and the owner rip somebody up inside of a review, what is that really saying about like his ability to deal with difficult situations? It's kind of a red flag. Uh, it makes you wonder if he was doing it in person in the, inside the right. facility, making everybody uh, uncomfortable. Maybe he's a bad owner. Like, and I don't think that of him, but looking at it in that kind of way, like you got to see where those like little cues are coming that it, it's kind of a little bit of a red flag. And he did not take us our advice at all. And he just went crazy in this review back and forth. He, he wrote a book, which is ridiculous. And just like dirty laundry, dirty laundry, dirty laundry. And just went off and said all these details about like you do not need to or, or should ever do anything like that in responding to reviews. And I understand like that. It hurts. Sean does a really great job on the miles um, through time reviews. Every once in a while, you get ones that aren't the greatest reviews. Every once in a while, it's somebody didn't even go in there. They're like two stars, look like it might have been cool. And then they don't, they even said that they never walked in the place. Like, I got one for the bowling alley. I've gotten them for the antique mall, uh, not the museum. Again, though, when somebody does that, the response that you're making, like, really makes a difference when somebody goes and reads it and is like, oh, this guy, Sean's really nice, you know, and he he mentioned that, you know, that's not even the establishment, you know, we're sorry that happened. Right. Right. Um, And I think, like, People want to be heard. They want they want to uh, be heard that something did happen. So even though they're reviewing the wrong place, you still allow them that that yeah. place to be heard and and say sorry for that. And and uh, when somebody doesn't, and I think with the Bowser time, I think bad reviews and I don't know two star or whatever. I think the thing that they may have is expectations. Because they maybe expect something very big and miles through time at the moment is a small museum. So if they're going in there expecting something big and then they see that it's small, every once in a while they leave a review and they're like way smaller than I thought. But that's not saying that the time was bad. It's just saying that their expectations weren't met. And so I think that kind of review almost needs something different than this sucks. We hated it. Yeah. Because you've never gotten anything like that, no, right? The only negative reviews were, were kind of like the one that you just said. Right. And there was no context behind it. It was, you know, 
nothing worth seeing. I was in and out, wasted my time. Like that doesn't that doesn't explain anything about what you're reviewing. And so I I responded specifically to that one, going, hey, you know, uh, museums about ten thousand square feet. We've got about forty cars. We've got twenty five hundred model cars on display. There's vintage bicycles, pedal cars, lots of things to read. A whole town built in there. Um, it says that everywhere you look online, what the museum's all about. If you went in there with any other kind of expectation, don't um, you always almost sorry. offer them a free, oh, like, yeah, you well, always, not a free, but a tour. Like Sean's like, if you want to come back in and I can give you a tour. And yeah, the, the last one specifically. Yeah, I, I did. I was like, uh, he, some guy gave one star, didn't say anything about it. I'm like, I don't know why you did this, but why don't you come back? I'll give you a personal tour of the museum. And, um, you know, ho- hopefully change your mind about it, whatever the circumstances were. That person never responded. Well, and that got person back to probably me. never would. No. But if I went on there, all those things that you said aren't for that guy necessarily. No. It's for everybody else reading right. the reviews. And so that's I what think, people don't realize. It's not it's not for you. It's for everyone that doesn't know any better because that it's it is an online first impression. So when you saw the the clip from that TV show, what did the did the, did it show anything of what the experts said on the responses for the reviews, or did they say anything about that? Uh, no, it was it was just kind of like uh, like these are these terrible reviews, and uh, and then it showed the owners of these restaurants like being they're having their minds blown. What you know, like they had, they had no idea. Uh, so I would actually be. Probably curious to at least watch a couple of them and see if it really does come down. Because Restaurant Impossible is, you know, it's old at this point. Um, and maybe the online presence of these restaurants weren't as re- prevalent. Um, and so he was able to focus on the, the, the infrastructure of the, the brick and mortar building and, and the food itself. Where in today's world, it. Did they do the. Did they do a little bit of a remodel in that? Didn't they have a small budget to change things to make it better and what restaurant impossible you haven't watched it in a long time what the, the buildings yeah when the guy went in there they did do stuff with the food but didn't yeah. they have a small budget to just kind of fix the yeah they made it all look they did okay look better as well but this this new show seems like it starts online that's awesome before it even gets to anything else and again i haven't seen the show yet so i have to watch it and well, i don't i think it comes out soon um, I like those shows that, and I don't know how much of it is fake, which is kind of unfortunate. I know they got to pump up the drama. Majority a of it's probably fake, but but it still is interesting to get that glimpse inside of businesses and kind of see what the what problems they have because I think a lot of them are very similar. You know, we talk we're talking about reviews for restaurants, but it could be reviews for museums or reviews for the grocery store. Like it could be any business. I, I think ultimately, if you have a business, you need to be aware of what your customers think of your business, your product, whatever it is you're selling. Uh, because if you're not aware, it, it's just a matter of time before you you fail because chances are they're not going to be happy with you. I did. Um, I had a client a long time ago that was having a problem with um, booking students. And we actually did a secret shopper type thing with them. And we got somebody that worked with Sean to come in and go through the entire application process and found that they had one like super stellar, you know, star 
of an employee and a lot of the other ones were a little bit rude and weren't very helpful and um and then they just got some like overall feedback that the place didn't come across as organized it seemed a little dirty a little disheveled and these are things that day after day like the owner may not really see or notice because busy doing other things that it's kind of nice to get another set of eyes before you get bad reviews or before your sales drop like Right. And I mean, we always say it it is easier to get recurring customers, right? Like you get them once to get them to come back again is much easier than trying to get somebody completely new. So that, you know, when you ruin somebody's experience to make them not want to come back, like that's going to have detrimental effects to your business. Uh, But you can fix it so easily. Uh, You just have to be aware of it and then take the actions to, to fix it. If it's a if it's an employee, you know, address it. If it's, you know, a, a constant bathroom issue, fix that. You know, if it's your hours, you know, for all you know, it's it's the amount of hours that your establishment is open doesn't reflect what your customers want. But you have to figure that kind of stuff out. And if you don't, you just blindly like, oh, my product is awesome. Everybody should be <laughs> worshiping me. Uh, but you don't actually know what they're thinking. There's a disconnect there. There is. Yeah, getting that 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 feedback is definitely important. And you have to allow that feedback loop to open. You have to be able to get that feedback um, from customers, not be oblivious to it. Yeah. yeah, but that that show made me think like if if they can create a whole show and it seemed you know in that industry how many other businesses are out there that they're just not paying attention to that kind of a thing, and uh, they should be. You know, I just did a, you know, it, it's crazy. You came up, you were telling me about this show. And I actually just did a post on Instagram that uh, goes over all of the steps for how to um, respond to a negative review. It's very timely. Um, so you can definitely go to the Get Smart AF Instagram page and check that out. Um, it's got kind of a step-by-step template that you can use on how to respond to negative reviews. And as a bonus on the end, I actually say a way that you should respond to positive reviews and give you a full like template that you can use. Um, and I think that that's a really good first step to get that built into your process. Um, definitely find, figure out who is getting the emails for your reviews? Because Facebook will notify you when you get a review. Yelp will notify you. TripAdvisor, Google, all of these are going to send you notifications. So make sure that you have more than just you on there. Um, and if you do not want to deal with it, you have to get somebody else too. You can't just not deal with it because... It's got to be addressed. It can what, send your restaurant over the edge. Right. <laughs> you know, your business is going to go over the edge um, and you won't even know it. Be blinded by the fact. How did that even happen? Right. So we hope you enjoy this episode. And in case you didn't know, we have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And we would love it if you came and joined us. You can find our show on all of the different podcast channels and on YouTube. Leave us a review. That would be fantastic. And we'll see you on the next one.